I'm in the business of building a generational business. I'm in the business of building a business that's set up to last, that has strong foundations. I'm always thinking about how can I improve? I'm always thinking about what things should I be doing in order to ensure that the next generation is going to be able to reap the benefits of this hard work. But one of the foundations we need to check is how we as business owners are operating within the business. Hi, Offscripters. It's your host, Sewa Ajay Pele, and welcome to episode 92 of the She's Offscript podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. Today, we're continuing with our Back to Business Basics series. This is our chance to peel back the layers and check the foundation of our business. For this episode, I'm sharing four actions you can take today to start operating like a CEO. If you're trying to build a business that lasts, your actions and mindset need to move from that of an entrepreneur making moves to that of a CEO executing for growth. If the ousting of the founding CEOs of companies like Uber and WeWork taught us anything, is that the skills that it takes to start your business are different from the skills that it's going to take to grow it to the next level. As a reminder, this series of episodes is recorded during our weekly Instagram Live. So from time to time, you may hear me responding to comments from the audience or hear the voice of someone I've invited to come on live with me. Before we hear the rest of this episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes. This will help to spread the word about our podcast so the amazing stories we share on the show can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off-script journeys. With that, let's go off-script as we continue with our Back to Business Basics series. This week, we're back on the Back to Business Basics series, and this time we're talking about four ways you can start operating like a CEO today. I know a lot of us entrepreneurs like to put CEO, I'm a CEO, I'm building a business next to our bio. But the question here is, sure, you've started a business. Sure, you're an entrepreneur, you're passionate about what you're doing, you're hustling. But are you operating like a CEO? And in my post for this IG Live, I kind of shared in the caption that we have a few case studies of entrepreneurs who have started thriving, booming businesses. But at the end of the day, we could see that they weren't built to be CEOs of companies or they weren't in the habit of operating as CEOs of their company. And when push came to shove, the board pushed them out because they didn't know or weren't willing to do the things that a CEO should do in order to see a company thrive and a company grow. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but I'm in the business of building a generational business. I'm in the business of building a business that's set up to last, that has strong foundations. And so I'm always thinking about how can I improve? I'm always thinking about what things should I be doing in order to ensure that the next generation is going to be able to reap the benefits of this hard work. But one of the things that one of the foundations we need to check is how we as business owners are operating within the business. So we're going to cover four ways you could start to operate like a CEO today. Now, the first thing I would encourage you to think about is, are you taking time out for yourself? 
you need to set aside some time for your mental health and your physical health. I know that's probably not the first thing you expect to hear, but we're in a culture where entrepreneurship is synonymous with the hustle. Entrepreneurship is synonymous with, you know, you if you're not going to bed at 3 a.m. every day, you're not doing the right thing or you're not hustling and working hard enough. But at the end of the day, if you as the head of your company is not doing well physically or mentally, you're not working out, you're not eating correctly, your mental health is not where it needs to be, that's going to bleed into your business. That's going to impact your business. And so you want to be sure that as the leader of your company, your mind is right and your body is right. And I think that also sets the tone for your organization and lets people know that you value health and you value their mental stability and that you're not a boss that walks around terrorizing them and expects them to be online the second you you ping them on Slack or wherever at 2 a.m. you're expecting them to respond. That's not balance. That's not creating a culture as a CEO that encourages mental health and physical health. So if you're not already doing this, think about the things that are important to you. Think about how you can set aside alone time. Because for me personally, when I have alone time to focus on the things that I love to do, I find that my mind is at ease and I start to generate some pretty innovative ideas for my business. So that's going to be something for you to consider is what do you love to do? For me, if you follow my IG stories, you'll find that I'm right now building my garden. I'm building a square foot garden in my backyard. So this is one of the ways that I'm taking care of my mental health is I'm giving myself a break from the business rat race, um, and which can be self-imposed. You leave your nine to five, but then you find yourself doing the entrepreneurial hustle rat race. So I pull myself out of that and I'm building a garden. Another thing I love to do, you probably see a lot of food on my IG stories. I love to cook, I love to bake, so you'll see that as well. Now we're with our our kids who are seven, my daughter just turned seven, seven and four, we're playing a lot of board games. They've just discovered them and they love them and they're really finding their competitive streaks. And I love to play those with them. So what are you doing as a CEO that is really nurturing your soul, nurturing your mind and your body, because trust me, it's going to bleed into the rest of your business. One of the ways that I've done it from a business perspective, and I've seen other companies do it and I love it, I got this from them, is to set an alert. So if you email me after 5.30 on a Friday through 8 a.m. on a Monday, you're going to get an alert from Pele and Co saying that we value the downtime of our business and your email is going to be responded to at 8 a.m. in the morning on Monday. So I'm not going to be emailing back and forth with clients on the weekend. And when I draft contracts for new clients, that's a stipulation that's within my contracts is I have business hours and the expectation is I'm not going to be emailing you on the weekends or at midnight. And I set those boundaries because number one, I built this business so that it would work for me and not the other way around. I came from working for somebody, so I don't want to create a prison of my own, so to speak, by having clients who expect me to jump when they email me at 2 a.m. That's just not the culture I want to set for my company. So find ways like that, that you can create some mental space and physical health within your company as well. So the second thing that I would recommend is that you work 
on your business and not in your business when you're a CEO. I know I've said this a lot. I will say this again. If you've been following me coming to these lives, you've probably heard me mention this. But as a CEO, it's important that you're not pulled into the day-to-day weeds of working on your business. And as new, maybe small business owners, you probably don't have a choice. It's you. You're a business of one. You're a solopreneur. When you probably say, well, so at this point is not a reality for me. I'm it in my business. I wear a lot of hats. I get you. But I would say plan for the future. And I mentioned this in one of our other lives where If you are a solopreneur today, I would encourage you to create an org chart for what your business is going to look like in the future. You create that org chart by creating blocks for the roles within your your company, not necessarily the titles, but what are you doing? What functions are you performing today? What are all those hats you're wearing today as a solopreneur? And when you are performing them, be mindful of what role you're playing within your business so that at the point where you're ready to bring people in, you understand what is not your role, ideally as a CEO, and you can gladly hand that over. I've gone more into depth about how you can create procedures and processes that are repeatable and scalable within your business as well. So if you would like to catch up on other things that we've discussed during this Back to Business Basics series, you can look for the Tuesday episodes for the She's Off Script podcast. So if you really value growing your company. You want to make sure that you're making time to work on your business and not always being in the weeds of the admin and what needs to get done day to day. But your mindset is, I need to be able to work on my business. So what does working on your business mean? So I think this point is more so about the mindset and setting yourself up to be able to do it. My next point is to get intimate with your strategic plan. So this is probably the part that most entrepreneurs neglect is because they don't want to look at the 30,000 foot view of their company. They want to be in the day-to-day weeds. But if you're looking at the 30,000 foot view of your company, it means you have some sort of a blueprint or strategic plan is what we would call it that you're following. So in your mind, you've planned out what the year looks like, maybe what the next two years look like for your company. Things change so rapidly in the online business space that two years is probably a good window for you. But you understand what the mission is, what the vision is of the company, and you have different goals that you're working on at each at every given moment. And then you have actions tied to those goals. Those are kind of the building blocks of a strategic plan. And at the end of the day, you as a CEO want to be able to revisit your strategic plan frequently. That should be something, a document that's very handy. It should be a living, breathing document, not just something that you write once and then it it collects dust somewhere and you're like, oh, I did a strategic plan once. No, as a CEO, you need to be checking in with that plan and seeing where you are, marking yourself to market as a company and kind of seeing, you know, we said we would do this. Here are some of the actions that we said we're going to take. If you have a team, make sure that those actions have been assigned owners and that the people that you assigned as owners of those actions are actually doing what you said they need to be doing. So if you as a CEO don't have a strategic plan of sorts, you're flying by the seat of your pants. And then that becomes very irresponsible once you have other people who, first of all, clients who are depending on you for your service 
And second of all, employees who are depending on you for their livelihood. So it's important that you as a CEO have planned for the future and have a good idea of what you're going to be working on at any given point. And if you are not doing that as a business owner who says they're a CEO, then you're not really a CEO. Okay, so that's point number three there is just to make sure that you have some sort of a strategic plan for your company. Now, the final point I would say is the meat of the conversation we're having today is if you're not in the position to hire a CEO or hire a general manager for your company, then in order to create the habit of actually working as a CEO and operating and moving as a CEO, you need to create a CEO day for yourself, which means you select a day within the week where we're going to go through what the facets of a CEO day are. But you have to separate a day for the week where you're going to focus on working on your business. And here are some of the things that you could do during a CEO day. One, if you have a team, this is a great time for you to set time aside to talk to them, to get a good idea of what their concerns are and what their ideas are for your business. Because they're the ones who are touching everything day to day. They're the one who, ones who are seeing the holes in your company and you want them to be able to give you that feedback. And you as a CEO want to be open to receiving that feedback. Now, if you were in a corporate setting this would be called managing while walking around. This is a term that was created by Tom Peters, a business management guru. Now, in order for him to see that someone was an effective manager, they managed while walking around. They didn't lock themselves in the office all day and not get in touch and not speak to people to see what was going on on the ground because oftentimes things get lost in translation. So if you're talking in corporate terms, things get lost in translation between the CEO and all the layers of management between him and the front line. So it's important that the CEO sometimes goes to the front line and hears for himself what's going on within the company. Now, if you're running an online business or a team that, or running a business with a remote team, like a lot of us do today, because I would say the framework of a company has changed so much that we're able to access resources in Australia and Manila, Singapore, all over the place. So your team is not necessarily going to be sitting in cubicles outside an office. You're probably going to be on a, on a Slack channel or sending emails with your team. But every so often, it would be good if you as a CEO maybe set up a Zoom call or Google Hangouts, whatever people are using these days, and have a face-to-face -face with your team and just get a sense for how things are going because there may be issues that could really undermine the growth of your business that you have not been tapped into because you're not talking to your people. So that's one of the things that you could do during a CEO day. Another thing that you could do is, this is kind of your time to study and look at what's going on around you. So this is your time to look at what are the trends in the market? What are my competitors doing? Are there any new competitors that could present a threat to me? This is where you could take the opportunity to 
see if there are people that you have a lot of things in common with as a business that you can collaborate with. Collaboration is a theme that I have within this series that I've had. I've always talked about the importance of collaborating when you're new on the scene, but also when you're looking to grow collaborations and strategic partnerships could be a great thing for you as well. So that's one of the things that you could do when you are having a CEO day. Now, notice so far, I haven't said anything about take this time to do your admin, take this time to pay your bills, take this time to, I don't know, all the little admin stuff that is one of those boxes and hats that should be in your org chart isn't what you're doing as a CEO. Because ultimately when your company is set up and ready to hire, your admin is probably going to do the admin work, right? So as a CEO, your CEO day should not include doing admin. At least that's really what's been effective for me. Next, what I would encourage you to do on a CEO day is make plans for growth. So the earlier point was more about research, taking the temperature of what's going on around you, because you don't want to be that company that had blinders on and didn't understand that the market was moving heavily away from what you are doing and did not know that, okay, I also need to pivot and I, I also need to make a change, right? So you'll get left in the dust if you don't do the previous point I mentioned when you're having a CEO day. So the next thing I would say is when you make plans for growth, a strategic way of operating is thinking, if I want to grow, am I going to build the thing that I want to grow using the tools, whatever it is, the product? Am I going to buy or am I going to find opportunities for strategic partnerships that are going to help me enter a market? So really, that's that's the that's the strategic way of thinking here. Is are you going to buy, build, or partner with someone? So look for those opportunities and do so really proactively as a CEO. But do you see that difference in the mindset between today? Okay, I have emails to send today. Okay, you know, I know I ha- maybe if you have an e-commerce store, I know there's inventory I need to purchase. That's all about the day-to-day running of your business. That's not about looking at the 30,000 foot view of your company and trying to predict what's coming around the corner. Nobody can, but try for yourself to see where you'd like to be and what it's going to take to get there. The other thing that a lot of entrepreneurs shy away from, and in their mind, it's, oh, my accountant can take care of that. But a true CEO knows his or her numbers. By that, I mean, do you know what your costs are? Do you know what kind of revenue you're making? Do you know what part of that revenue is profit? You know, what's your profit and loss statement look like? You need to be able to interpret the numbers as a CEO because the numbers will tell you where the issues are. If you're in manufacturing, for example, and you're competitors for some reason have lower prices than you do, then you start to think, okay, they probably are able to get the inputs or the raw materials at a lower price. So as a result, how can you find ways to lower your costs? So you need to start looking at your numbers and seeing what story they're telling you about your business. If you don't, then that's really a prime situation for you to start leaking money. And before you know it, a lot of companies are or startups are cash flow strapped. And you need to be able to predict how long is the money in the bank going to last? Are you looking at those numbers and are you predicting and you are you trying to figure out how do I get more money in? Which products seem to be working for me? Right. You got to be thinking about these as a CEO. 
So those are our four points today because that's going to help you get in the habit of practicing acting like a CEO. I appreciate you as always jumping on and listening to this. I hope you found value in everything I shared today and we'll see you back here same time, same place where we will touch on something else that can help us build stronger businesses as business owners. But I appreciate you guys jumping on and then we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hi, Offscripters. I'm so glad you made it to the end of this episode. If you enjoy listening to our show, please pay it forward by sharing us with your network. Between episodes, you can find me on Instagram. Our handle is at She's Offscript, or you can catch up on past episodes at She's Offscript.com. See you on the next one.